Hi, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off. We are Katie and Beth, PAs and doctors of medical science, and we are here to help you get into PA school and then get through PA school. We want to be the two people here for you every day and through every step of the way, your mentors that guide you through this process so that you can finally start living your dream career. We are so excited to meet you and connect with you and help you to finally get into PA school and then get through PA school. Before we get started, we just want to drop in and encourage you and lift you up. We know how overwhelming this process can be, and just keep going. Every single day, take one step closer to perfecting your application, to strengthening your application so that you can get into PA school. Do you feel overwhelmed or stressed or not sure how to even begin? We totally understand. We get it. We've been there and we've seen so many candidates either delay applying to PA school or run out of time and rush through their application or worse yet, make big mistakes on their CASPA application that cost them an interview. Through our years of teaching at PA programs, we have seen applicants make the same huge mistakes over and over again, and we don't want that to be you. If you dream of becoming a PA, we want to help you achieve that dream. We want to be the two people that are there for you. We want to be your mentors to help you, and without wasting your time, money, or emotional health. You can absolutely become a PA, and there's no such thing as a perfect application. It's all about making sure you don't make the mistakes we've seen and making sure you do the things that make you stand out from the crowds. We will teach you exactly how to do this in our application to acceptance course. Check it out in the show notes or go to go.prepaclinic.com slash course. Again, in the show notes or go.prepaclinic.com slash course. And now let's get to today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Where the White Coats Come Off. Today I want to talk to you about failure. Now failure is one of those words that kind of turn people off. And so you might be a little surprised that we're actually talking about failure on our podcast. But I promise you that failure is a part of life. Now when I talk about failure, I don't just mean academic failure. I mean any type of life failure. And if you really think about it, we've all failed at something, right? So maybe you didn't make the team, maybe you didn't get the grade you want, maybe you just feel like a failure because you're not where you thought you would be in life. And so again, failure doesn't always have to mean academic. And a lot of times, failure is different to different people. So some people consider getting a C in anatomy class, for example, a failure. Well, some people might consider getting a C a positive thing, right? So maybe that they were on track to get a D or an F and they actually got a C and that's not a failure to them. So failure means something different to everybody, but it's a part of everybody's life. And it's this big taboo word and that's something that nobody wants to talk about because failure is scary, right? It implies that you did something wrong or that you weren't good enough. And in reality, that's not true. If you think about a little kid, so think about like a five-year-old kid, for example, who thinks that they're Superman and thinks they can fly and so they put on a cape or a towel and they jump off the top of their house and they don't fly right well they try again and again and again and again and they jump again and again and again and maybe eventually they break their arm right and they end up in the hospital okay so little kids are very immune to failure little kids will push past things they don't get embarrassed even if things don't go their way they'll still try again and again and again but somehow this resilience eventually gets lost. And it's probably a combination of society and the way our school system works. For example, when you're young, learning out the wrong answer, 
and your teacher says, actually, Johnny, that's the wrong answer. You know, you don't get a point. Your team loses this point, etc. And so again, we punish failure a lot of times in schools this way because again, we want students to learn. And so we praise the right answer and we punish the failure answer. But the problem with that is, is that eventually it trains our students. They don't even want to try anymore. They're so afraid of being wrong. They're so afraid of failing that they'd rather not even try. So they won't even attempt to do something. And this sounds really small, like, okay, so you're not gonna attempt to answer a question in class. What does that have to do with life? But we know, you know, our habits are what we become. So if we make these small habits of never trying anything, never pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone, never getting curious, never possibly having the wrong answer, then that transitions to other parts of our life as well. And we find this a lot in our students. Our students are very, very high achieving. Anybody who wants to be a PA especially, you know, you've had to have a lot of success in life. And so many students are so, so, so afraid of failure that they'd rather not put themselves out there. We talk to clients every single day that say, mm, I think I'm gonna take a gap year, or I don't think I'm ready, or I don't think I did well enough on the GRE or well enough on my GPA, so I'm not gonna even apply this year because I don't think I'll get in. Well, I can tell you, if you don't apply, you have a 100% chance of not getting in this year, right? But if you do apply, there's at least some chance, however small it may be, that you actually do get in. So are you willing to take a 100% chance no versus a maybe 75% chance no or a 50% chance no and a 50% chance yes? And so again, you know, failure doesn't have to be a bad thing. We learn a lot from failure. If you've ever failed at something so abysmally, you probably remember it so well that you're like, I will never do that again. I will never make that mistake again. Like, let's say you make a big financial mistake when buying your first home. Well, I can tell you that hurts and you learn a lot from that. And so this failure is a part of life. It helps you grow. It helps you learn. It helps you figure things out. But what happens as a society is that we treat people who fail kind of like lepers, like, oh my gosh, you failed, that's so bad, that means you weren't good enough. And, and we tie our, our failures and our successes to our self-worth, right? And that's really not the way to do it because again, people who try new things more often are gonna fail more often than people who never try new things. So for example, maybe you're thinking about running a marathon and you're like, I really don't know if I can do it. I'm so afraid of failing. And so you never actually sign up for that race and you never actually train and you'll never know if you can actually do it because you were so afraid of failing that you didn't even try. And when you think about it like this, it seems ridiculous because again, if you don't try, you have a 100% chance of never doing it. And if you try, at least you have a chance of succeeding. But again, we've been so conditioned to draw away from failure and to celebrate only successes and celebrating someone who tries. So for example, let's say you try to run a marathon and you get to mile 22 and you literally just can't go another step. Well, that to me is more impressive than someone who refuses to even get to the start line. And I just use a sports analogy because this kept me back from a long time for trying for some long distance sporting events. I, I became a triathlete and I really, really wanted to do an Ironman, but I was like, I am not sure if I can actually do this. And one day I realized like, what's the worst that can happen if I train for it and I don't make it to the finish line, well, at least I can tell myself, hey, I tried versus 20 years from now wishing I had done it when I was young, right? And so again, it's this impetus that really, really pushes us forward. It pushes us out of our comfort zone. And I can tell you, learning to fail with grace and learning to find the positive side of failure and learning to learn from your mistakes is something that's super, super, super important in life. And again, not just academically, any time in life. I promise you, when you guys get into PA school, there's probably gonna be something that you do not do as well on as you would like. 
Maybe it'll be a test. Maybe it will be a patient encounter. Maybe it will be a writing assignment, your master's project. Maybe it'll be a rotation that you really just didn't like. So, you know, get used to not being perfect now because the students who really hold themselves to this high standard of perfection and are so afraid of failing, really, really struggle. They struggle mentally, they struggle emotionally. Sometimes they even begin to struggle physically because again, that they're so afraid of failing that they try and do everything in their life to avoid the pain of maybe not failing something, but then they never really push themselves out of their comfort zone and grow. So this podcast was a little bit different than some podcasts we've do in the past, but I just want you to know that failure is a part of life. Everybody fails. And if you're not failing at something, that might mean that you're not pushing yourself hard enough, right? Or that you're not opening up your doors. So whether it's in your personal life, in your academic life, in your sporting life, go out there and try some things because I promise you the only person who really cares that you didn't make it to the finish line is yourself, right? Your friends will support you no matter what. Your parents will love you no matter what. Your loved ones will be there for you, whether you're the first person across the finish line, the last one, or don't even make it there. I promise you, the people in your life who are true to you only care about you, right? They don't care about you know whether or not you think you're good enough or whether or not you performed perfectly. So keep this in mind, and I hope this helps. We'll see you on the next episode of Where White Coat Comes Off. Before you go, we wanted to tell you of something. If you have a PA school interview coming up, you need to make sure that you are prepared to answer any question thrown your way. If you have an MMI or a traditional interview or a mix of both kinds, are you ready to answer your interview questions in a way that highlights your strengths as a candidate and in a way that programs are looking for? You have worked so hard to land an interview, so make sure you are super prepared to have an outstanding interview. We created an interview question workbook bundle that has MMI questions, traditional questions, and everything in between so that you go into your interview confident and knowing exactly what may be thrown your way and how to answer the questions that are thrown at you. If you want to rock out your interview answers, get the bundle on our website, prepaclinic.com, or check out the link in the show notes. Have a great day, and we'll catch you next time. And thank you so much for allowing us to be your mentors and to help you on your path to PA school.